The following podcast is a production of The Network. Check us out on BICBP-radio.com. special edition of the panel discussion we are here live recording from the podcast precinct redemption fundraiser i am your host greg knowlton and all as always i am joined by my sidekick (laughs) still the sidekick huh oh yeah you haven't upgraded yet (laughs) that's true that's okay i'm the hero in a bunch of other 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 podcasts that's cool i don't mind playing the sidekick yeah i am matt johnson everybody happy to be with you recording live from our podcast Precinct Redemption Fundraiser. As Greg mentioned, so far so good. Our basket auction is alive and kicking. Video games are being played. We've got food going everywhere. I've eaten so much pizza. I know. Eating all the damn profits. Uh, (laughs) But today, you know, we, the last couple months, Greg and I, probably since October, to be honest with you, uh, Greg and I, we've, everything's been themed. Uh, We've had a lot of themed months. We've been going, we've been had a plan you know, we've had a plan as to what we're doing, and today we're just kind of let loose a little bit. Yeah. You know, we done. You know, we did our Spooptober month. We did. Did we do something for November? We did. Uh 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 uh. uh. <laughs> we did do something in November. I can't totally remember. December was obviously Christmas themed. January, what has been? Uh, January was Origins. February was Black History Month. And today we're just gonna treat this bonus episode as. And just let loose and, and kind of, you know, remember why we got into this show. Uh, myself and Greg are going to discuss some of our favorite characters, heroes, and villains, and everything in between as, you know, to why we love comic books and comic book culture so much. Uh, you know, many, geez, it seems like forever ago. November was mustaches. That's right. That's right. Mustache characters. You know, it feels like forever ago that, you know, you, myself, and uh, our good friend Chris Gallo, who used to be a host of this show. This is an, we're almost at a a year and a half at this point, or two years. We're, we point? are at a year and a half. Yeah, technically, two years in the end of August, beginning of September. Uh, but it feels like forever ago since we actually just sat down and just kind of had an open discussion about what we like about you know our favorite characters and why we like them and so much. So we figured it'd be a good idea to kind of revisit it. You know, maybe we have some new listeners that didn't quite hear that episode, and it's just good for us to open ourselves up, open up that conversation for us. So, you know, one, I mean, heroes, right? We all, heroes, we, we get so grafted to heroes at an early age. Yeah, that's, for sure. That's the most important thing. Heroes hook us to comic book culture. When you're when you're a young, young gentleman, uh, young gentleman or lady, the, vi- the villains really don't appeal to you all that much, but no, it's that's the heroes. An old, that's an adult thing, I think. Yeah. 100%. It's, it's the heroes that appeal to us, you know, uh, you know, whether it be through cartoons or action figures or stuff like that. Their morals, their relatability, they, they go such a long way. Uh, and, Greg, I mean, I know one of your favorite characters of all time, but, like, who are some of those early influences on your comic book culture liking? I think uh, it, it's pretty easy, like, to think about because I'm a 90s kid so like easy ones are all anyone who had an animated series at the time so it was like Spider-Man Static Shock the Hulk oh yeah um, Batman and then the X-Men the X-Men were a huge part on the Marvel head I think Batman was the main DC hero as a child and then Superman as well Um, I also remember watching the 
uh, Adventures of Lois Lane and Clark <laughs> Kent with Dean Cain. I oh, watched yeah. that a lot as a kid in Smallville. So Superman was actually a huge influence. Um, and then when it came to comic books, I had a collection of Spider-Man that my dad gave me and I, the Green Lantern, of course. And th- those were the main two, I think, really young until I started to like devise my own opinions even a little more. But those were the big ones. Um, were there anything with an animated series and, and you know, the Justice League and, and things like that? Yeah, I mean, that's some, definitely some good ones. My, mine definitely, it came through my dad, my uncles, uh, you know, my cousin. I had, I didn't, it wasn't so much comic books when I was younger. Uh, when I was, like, really little, and my early, you know, interpretations of, of superheroes was as early as three, four, five years old. Yeah. Uh, a lot of that was cartoons, and a lot of it was the toys, and I, I'm in the same boat, I think. Say, you know, same boat. It, it helped a lot that my dad and my uncles all collected uh, comic books when they were younger, and they, you know, they, they really pushed that. They really pushed that culture, you know, on me early, myself and my cousin. Uh, you know, I, I remember just Saturday morning. It was defined by you know sitting around and watching the cartoons. Like I said, Spider-Man and X-Men were the perfect ones to really. Yeah. Uh, come into and that's why it's been so disappointing as an adult to see their movies for the most part obviously things are getting better but their movies been pretty much duds uh that's like my chat that's like watching you know for a lot of uh you know our parents generation that's like watching a bad transformers movie yeah you know yeah for sure and those exist unfortunately oh very much so (laughs) so i mean a lot of that uh like i said yeah easily batman spider-man x-men yeah Iron Man, not so much. Like it's weird looking back now because back then, Iron Man, like Iron Man, was a B character to me. The Avengers yeah. were B characters. Everything was Spider Man and X Men. That's what yeah. was at the forefront of the cartoon generation. Yeah, the Hulk. And at that time, they were the forefront of the comic generation too. I think in the in the nineties, like late eighties, early nineties. Very much those were the characters that were driving comic book sales and such for Marvel. So it makes sense. Oh, 100. Yeah, it, it, it does. And it's kind of funny, like, looking back. So I remember one of the, the thing was that, uh, was it Sony or Fox? I think it was Sony had the option to buy the movie rights for all, all of Marvel. And they said, why would we want those characters? Yeah. They kept Spider-Man and a couple, and a couple other ones. But, uh you know, looking back, obviously, a very, very poor decision. And Marvel did a good job of making all those characters very, very illustrious and very lucrative. Yeah. Uh, some other one, I mean, Fantastic Four was always appealing to me, and I get a lot of flack for that. I'm a big Fantastic Four. Like, they're probably my, my favorite Marvel property. The more and more I've been thinking about it, like, uh, and the more and more I've been reading comic books, I think Fantastic Four is currently my favorite Marvel property and probably have been. Yeah, I mean, that, that was actually the first bunch of comics I grew up. Uh, I borrowed it from my uncle, actually. He, uh, he, I was like, I mean, I just really like Fantastic Four. I like the characters. I played the video game for PS1, and yeah. he gave me a whole stack of Fantastic Four comics. And I remember just being just entrenched and engulfed in the lore and the literature. I love the characters, Human Torch, The mm-hmm. Thing, more so than Reed Richards and Sue Storm. But as I've gotten older, I've appreciated them. But, though, I mean, those are, I mean, just... That was, I mean, that was really my early, you know, defining thing. I, I like the younger characters, yeah. You know, because I could relate to them, even though I was like three, four, five years old. Uh, you still relate to them. So me as a uh, younger person, I didn't really relate to the Mister Fantastics or Sue Storm because they were uh, portrayed as an older, excuse me, older character, older wise yeah. characters. But I, I, I really did like the the younger ones back in the day. Uh, 
like, as you got older, like, what, what were those transitional characters from you going from, uh, like, a young, like a, a young child to, like, a teenager? When, when did that really start to expand for, like, your, co- first of all, your comic book knowledge, but uh, your character, like, it was favorites expand? characters I could relate to in a way and, like, I've talked about it on the show, and I, I'm never scared to get real, but like uh, like mental health stuff, like characters yeah. that I can relate to on that end. And Green Lantern was a huge one for that for me, um, just because of how Jordan and everything he faced, uh, and some of the characters that I think started to mature themselves. Like the the when I was a little older, the Jeff Johns like run of Green Lantern with Darkest Night and the Sinestro Corps Wars and all of that was like. This, that was the thing that I was like, comic books are sweet. <laughs> um, and it was less about, because very much as the kids, it was about like visuals and explosions and, and combat. And more as I got older, it was more about storytelling. And I think that's why I've even more fallen in love with Fantastic Four. Um, but that, that's when characters like Moon Knight came across my radar. Or um, honestly, Nightwing, where he's like, oh, that's Batman's sidekick. But when you really get in Nightwing's lore... And everything Dick Grayson's went through and his transformation, um, it's such a relatable character, even more than him as Robin, because it's him becoming an adult and trying to figure everything out. Um, so for me, like, that was kind of there into that end. And I think, like, right when I started to really figure stuff out was when, like, stuff like Batman Begins and Dark Knight hit. Yep. And those kind of movies was in high school. Uh, and I realized, like, and I didn't, I didn't love Dark Knight. I, I famously will say this, and people are like, what? But the gritty like i wanted an adult comic book movie and i liked that that's why i was like oh where i liked the direction x-men was going in but it flopped and and stuff like that but finding those characters that i could relate to a little more was really exciting for me um and to see characters going through real stuff is you know it's it was like oh this is a surreal thing they're going through now it's like this is a guy with superpowers who's having marital issues <laughs> yeah it's crazy it's it's crazy how much that like makes somebody tick and it, yeah uh, it it really draws you to them uh you know you mentioned green lantern hal jordan was one of your you know early favorites cyclops was definitely a head and shoulders one for me uh, I don't know. I, I still don't know to this day what it was. If you ask my wife, she'd probably say because he's a douchebag. Uh, and she probably thinks I'm a douchebag, so that's probably <laughs> why I like him so much. Uh, but, I, I mean, I really, really do enjoy like the Cyclops character for yeah. so long. He's been, like, he's been dependable, like, from an inside comic book world. He's, like, a dependable character, a good leader. Yep. Very good leader. Uh, who gets crapped on a lot. You know, he's had, he's had his... in. in uh, what do you? I mean, how do you describe it? Just encounters and and kerfuffles. Yeah, I like that word. <laughs> kerfuffles between like other characters and, and like he's had to make tough decisions yep. that have left a lot of people questioning who he is as a person. And like, I mean, that is as weird and corny as it sounds. It's almost something that I think I can relate to. Yeah. Uh, in that manner, one hundred percent. You know, I, I do. I, I, you know, now I'm a probably a little bit more of a child than I was in high school. You know, I, I was very, like, grown up. Like, I, I hated yeah. stupid behavior. <laughs> like, I hated it. Like, I was on the wrestling team, and I was just like, guys, let's take this seriously. Uh, please, for the love of God, just take something seriously. And it, infuri- it infuriated me, like, goofing off and playing around. And, like, yeah, it, it left a, yeah, it left a sour taste in my mouth for a lot of people. So that's why, I like, I, I associate and kind of relate to a guy like Cyclops who has to do certain things, yeah. you know. Uh, he's a he's a leader, and he, he may not do stuff that really entices people. 
uh, or makes him happy, but he's got to do them. Another one, like I've said it many times, like Venom. Venom is such a intriguing yeah. character from a, again, from the mental health perspective, personality. Uh, Venom was crucified. His character was crucified on a mistake. Yeah, on a hundred percent mistake that they didn't intend to do. Um, but he just sought out vengeance for the rest of his life, essentially, against Spider-Man. That was always the biggest thing. And he was like, what if, like, the Unabomber got superpowers? Like, for real, though, and that's not even a joke, like, that guy got his life destroyed. Could you imagine if, like, all of a sudden now he had the ability to, that made every, like, to make everyone who made him pay or to make everyone who made him suffer pay? Oh, like, yeah. It would be it would be a project. Would it happen? Would he? Would he not? Like... It's and and it's very much kind of what happened to Eddie Brock. Like, oh, you messed up. That's not the real serial killer. You liar. Yeah, you liar. Your your journalism career is tarnished, and you know, like that hurts. Yeah, that hurts. I can. I mean, I can relate to that. <laughs> Just a month ago, at our first, uh, I you know, attempt at one of these, you know, uh, our previous landlord he shut it down, and it, it like it destroyed me. We didn't have an office space anymore. We didn't have a thing, and I'm just like, oh my god, I want to get this. Son of a bitch. Yeah, he, I, I did, and I it, like it infuriated me. And if I had the way, you know, the means to do it, I probably woulda. But <laughs> you know, that's that's so I, it's that's a relatability to me. You yeah. know, a, a person who is like misunderstood, For and sure. that's another thing that I can relate to throughout high school. Man, I did not have a great social life in high school, and you know, Eddie Brock and Venom. Obviously, he's he's one of those characters who does not have one. Can pretty much cannot have one. Yeah. Uh, you know, he, he pretty much lives in secrecy and sewers and this and that. Uh, you know, so from a... Uh, I, I can't even think of the phrase. I, I'm trying to get all fancy English over here. But from an alliteration or metaphoric standpoint, it's very relatable. Yeah, I agree. I agree. It's like a, There's a lot to it. Um, he's a really cool character. And like his current run night right now, like he found out he has a legit son. Oh. And who's I think part symbiote as well, and so he's like going through all that, and he originally thought it was his dad's kid, and finds out it's actually his son that his dad is raising, and it's a really it's just such a cool character arc for Eddie Brock, um, and I I love it. I think one of the one of the characters too on a on a totally different standpoint. This is on like the coolness factor standpoint, which some of those characters have. Like character design is a huge thing. Um, like Green Lantern, I was drawn to because of the abilities and like the constructs. But uh, Gambit, oh Gambit's yeah. my actually my favorite X Men, and I couldn't really tell you why other than I just loved his character, <laughs> and I loved like the Cajun a accent, like uh, playing the old um, Marvel versus Capcom games. That was a big thing for me for oh, comic those are books. Great. Like Marvel versus Capcom was a big game that was like, oh, I like Iron Man, I like Cap now because of those games. Um, but also, again, X-Men TV show, that was a huge help. X-Men Evolution was a big one when I was younger. Yeah. Uh, and all those characters were in there as well. But, like, the whole thing, like, you would be fighting as um, Gambit, and he would do the whole, come on, one of me. And I, like, <laughs> loved it. It's just that character, he just had this coolness factor, and his ability is super awesome. Um, so I, I really liked it. It was whatever toy, whatever character I, like, I really thought was cool. Um, again, that's why I had a I had a Moon Knight figure, and then it was like he's my new favorite now. And I, it wasn't really; <laughs> I was a kid. Um, but yeah, Gambit was one of those characters I just liked for the sake of liking. Um, and then Booster Gold became a character oh, later yeah, yeah. because he was this guy who's like trying to play hero and has no idea what he's doing, <laughs> and keeps somehow actually like doing a good job at it. 
and just his relationship with Ted Cord uh, very much is like us, what we're doing now. It's just two guys trying to figure it out and doing our best to make everything work and make ends meet. Yeah. We kind of know how to do this, but we're not really great at it. <laughs> uh, no, no. We, we are, yeah, there's a lot of treading water and, and kind of just, yeah, getting the grasp of it. And so. that was like all of the blue and gold comics, which I loved. I love that team. And they're like, oh, we have Justice League Europe now. Okay, I guess we're Justice League leaders. <laughs> like, we'll see what we can do. <laughs> So, so now, I mean, here we are as adults. You're very into comic book culture, a lot uh, comic books. You have a much wider understanding of it than I do. Uh, but now we're in the, the really the movie age, and that's where all of the money, yeah. the, all the money is at the live action stuff. People have been wanting to see this stuff translated uh, for a very, very long time. It, has there has a live action performance made you like or dislike a character anymore? Than you already oh, have previously. For, oh, for sure. Um, I think it's a, obviously an easy one for everyone. Is like Tony Stark on Iron Man. Yeah. But I think one was like Captain America for me, because to me Captain America was just super vanilla. He was just whatever. He's Captain America. He's cool and all, but like I don't care. Right. Right. Uh, and then just the life Chris Evans brought to it and making that vanilla cool <laughs> um, made me really enjoy that character more. And th- th- there's obviously been others. Some of it's just because of, like, oh, I know more about this character now. But that's that's the one I think the most. Um, and believe it or not, as much as the movies weren't great, I already was a huge Thing fan. I think Michael Chiklis did a really good job as the Thing. I thought so, too. I and, wouldn't hate seeing him reprise it, to be honest And it with made you. me like that character even more. And I already, like, I love the, the blue-eyed, ever-loving Thing. Like, yeah. He's, one of my, he's my favorite Fantastic Four member. Um, so that was a really cool character for me. How about you? Um, well, I mean, honestly, like, Guardians was a big one. Yeah, that's a good one. I didn't know who they were. I knew of Drax a little bit. I knew of Rocket. Rocket yeah. was pretty, Cooper a little bit heavy future. Yeah. He did a great job. And then you get to learn about these other, like, Peter Quill, like, Star-Lord is one of my favorite all-time, like, if I had to do a top five right now, he would be up there because of the way Chris Pratt portrayed him. Yeah, exactly. I uh, agree. And, and there's, I mean, of course, there's been some other ones. You know, I've seen... Uh, I mean, Kingpin. Kingpin, I didn't give a crap about back in, you know, when I was a kid. I'd, seen his toy, I'd see his toy at, like, Toys R Us, and I'd be like, meh. You know, and then you go to see a guy like Richard D'Onofrio oh, put on a performance like it. he did for the last for the three seasons of Daredevil, and you're like, okay, this adds some depth to, depth to him. He's very interesting. Uh, and that's, I mean, that's one good thing that the TV shows have done. The the movies, yeah. you know, they, they can do so, you know, only so much. But Daredevil and, and Punisher, like, I already liked those characters a lot. Daredevil's another one of my favorites. And those shows just made me love those characters. Like, man, like the like Charlie Cox. Like, Daredevil's a super relatable character for me oh. because of the religion and, and right, the faith right. and everything. And, like, I, and, the, and his upbringing. Like, I can re- super relate to all that. Um, but man, <laughs> I love that his performance just brought so much like emotion to that character, and I loved it. No, one hundred percent. I do got to say one that I've disliked since live really? action, and that's that's got to be Wolverine. I, I hate to say it, I really? hate to be that guy. Was it like too much Wolverine for you? It was too much. Okay. I didn't. I didn't like. I thought he was great in the cartoons. He was great, but I like small Wolverine. Small Wolverine, five foot six. I wish I would have got to see him in his cost, his classic costume, but saying weird stuff. We still will get that chance, I think. I, I think so too. But it, for me, it just it became too much. It, it really ruined the X Men movies for me because, like I said, I'm a Cyclops guy. I've said it a few times on the show before. 
Yeah, yeah. They were the Wolverine movies. Yes. Yeah. It, it, they were. It wasn't X Men. It was about a team. You know, the Avengers movies are about everybody, not just Tony Stark, not just about Captain America. It's kind of about everybody. I think that's why I loved First Class so much. Yeah, because it was very, very spread out, yeah. well spread out. Uh, there was a breath of fresh air. Days of Future Past I really liked, even though it was a very Wolverine-heavy movie, but they did include some yeah. other characters. Uh, you know, that that stuff goes a long way uh, for, for me, unfortunately. Like, at, you know, if I see a cool Wolverine art, like, of his, oh, yeah. in his suits, I'll buy it wholeheartedly uh you know cool art cool toy whatnot but i had a distaste like by the time logan rolled around i was like okay yeah i'm good i actually still haven't even seen logan even though i've heard it's amazing really um i have a couple that's on my list right now i just haven't some of the r-rated ones i just wait till they're on like my tv to go see them that's fair i go see them by myself if that's the case that's true i forgot that's a thing um but i'm surprised you actually didn't mention quicksilver as a character you liked even more after the movies because i remember you being obsessed with quicksilver after age of ultron i was (laughs) even though i don't like the evan peters version oh me either i preferred um gosh i forgot his name uh aaron tyler joseph or aaron Aaron taylor johnson aaron taylor johnson there it is uh, well, and that was the thing for me too. Like, so he was kick-ass. So he brought another character I really liked to life, and honestly, did it better than the comics. Yeah, um, I like the movies more than the comics. And Evan Peters was ass kicker in right. the movies. So he was already like number two to, <laughs> to Aaron. So I was like, you just you just got his sidekick to play him. Like, come on. Yeah. Come on. I yeah, I was never a fan. I'm also not an ever Evan Peters fan. Like, I watched early American Horror Story, and he was one of the few things that turned me off to it is everyone else is like, oh, I love him. Like, no, I wanted Jessica Lange. I wanted, the, like, that's the stuff I want. I was not there for him. The whole mix of characters. Yeah. No, I got you. I got you. No, that's, I'm glad you brought up Quicksilver. He, he's he been someone who I think has been handled. He's somebody I wanted to come back in, in the MCU. Hey, man, WandaVision. Who knows? Who knows? I, I, if it's anybody other than Aaron Taylor Johnson, though, I might be a little upset. Yeah. Uh, but... I think you know the, you are right. Like the twins, Scarlet Witch is somebody I've oh my gosh cool like, like obsessed. I think she's got really cool abilities, and uh, I just you know realizing how powerful she is. You yeah. see her and the, the the job that Elizabeth Olsen has done portraying her character, and then you go look back and you're like, oh my god, this character has so much potential. And obviously, like you said, with WandaVision coming up. Yeah. Uh, who knows the extent of Scarlet Witch's powers? And, and she's, she's going to be featured more. Like she's going to yeah. be in Doctor Strange. Like that's yeah. huge. House of M was all Scarlet Witch. Like it was all driven by her powers. She made an alternate reality with her mind. Like that's crazy. That's a crazy character. Yeah. She's she's a she's an Omega Eleven mutant. Like without a problem. And it's those they're crazy what they can do. Oh, that's for sure. No, that is for sure. But. Uh, I think that about wraps it up. Yeah, I think I agree. quick and easy. Uh, quick and easy, quick just and easy. like I like it. Uh, <laughs> um, quick, 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 quick! Before we wrap up, yeah. Um, if you were to have X Men be recast, or sorry, Cyclops recast in the MCU, who would it be? Uh boy, it would definitely the dude from Supernatural, uh, Jensen Ackles. Ackles. Dean. Ackles, Dean. Uh, I think he's perfect, and yeah. I posted it one time, and somebody's like, uh, "He's too old," and I'm just like, "Shut up." Someone they really want him for uh, a, a Red Hood. Uh, I could see that. Like Jason Todd, he voiced him in the cartoon. Okay. And so people have been like, "Give me him and give me uh, his co-part Jared Padalecki as Nightwing," but he'd be a jacked Nightwing. <laughs> <laughs> no, he would. So yeah, that would definitely be my number one choice for that. And and now I know Green Lantern. There's talks of an HBO show. Yes. Uh, has there been any casting? There has announcements yet. 
Um, I, I've said before, like, Maharshal Ali as Jon Stewart. Hal Jordan right now, I don't know who I'd want. Like, there's a couple characters. It needs to be someone, like, Bradley Cooper was one I said at one point. Um, but it needs to be someone that can have both that, like, goofy personality but still have the serious. Like, Reynolds wasn't a terrible casting for Hal Jordan. He wasn't a great casting, but, like, um, I've always said, like, Cooper would be good or someone I don't even know. Like, I, I'd have to really sit because it's a character that I really like. So yeah. it's so hard to find someone who could be as dynamic. As perfect as you want him to be. Yeah. No, I 100% understand that. But, uh. Yeah, I think that officially wraps it up yep. uh, for this bonus episode of the panel discussion. Everybody, this March is Women's Month. We're going to be focusing on some ladies of comic books. I'm so excited. There's a lot to talk about. Scarlet Witch is definitely one I'm going to be hitting up. So make sure you look out for those episodes. Thank you so much for your support. Uh, listening to the show all the time, of course, as well as if you came out to our PodCon, or excuse me, our uh, fundraiser, uh, we appreciate your support in that way. Uh, but on behalf of Greg and I, that's it. And uh, <laughs> uh-oh, uh-oh. Uh, we'll talk to you next time right here on the panel discussion. Have you heard any new podcasts lately? Uh, yeah, I have. Like what? Power Rangers in Cyberspace. Power Rangers in Cyberspace? What's that about? Power Rangers in Cyberspace is a podcast with Christian and Sean talk Power Rangers related topics such as different teams, different seasons, actors, storylines. They talk about different toys and action figures that come out of about it. Um, there's collectibles, uh, like figurines. Yeah, basically everything Power Rangers related. And it's right here on the network. So I might not be interested in it, but there are folks who are. Yes, there are. Sweet. Sweet.